Hi, everybody. It's Faye on the mic. Hi, this is Delacqua. And this is Terminal 234. Welcome back to the finale episode of season four. Yes, we made it. We made it. To the Another end. season down. Mm-hmm, exactly. I'm proud of us. Yeah, we did a good job, I think. We did, we did. But don't worry, we won't be gone too long, so you can stay tuned for um, the next season up. But in the meantime, let's just get this episode down and in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, we can start with our quick hits as usual. Yeah, no quick hits. Um, we'll start with Nigeria, of course. Let's do that. Um, so I think we, we've talked about this on a couple of occasions. Mm-hmm. The Ansar's movement and everything that's been going on with that. Yeah, for um, sure. You know, the, the Lucky shooting. We had the Instagram Live mm-hmm. um, where we talked about that. So the most recent developments are twofold. One is... I believe there are protests that are being planned. So the NSARS movement has not ended. It's still going on. You know, people, of course, went back home, stayed inside because there was lockdown and all those things. Um, But nothing has changed. So the message is not going anywhere. And people are not going to be silenced that easily. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's still a thing and it's still going to happen. Um, So, you know, just... You know, be on the lookout and try to support in whatever way you can. For sure. Um, and another part of it that has a lot of people excited or happy on some level is the Lucky shooting. CNN actually recently did an um, expose. Yes, if you will. that's the word I was going to use. Yeah. Um, they did an expose where they basically just you know verified the accounts of everyone. Right. Uh, which you know we didn't need verification because we believed it. We saw it like mm-hmm. we in real time mm-hmm. we saw all these things yeah. happen yeah but it is good that we had a reputable source um out, uh, outside basically. source come in and fact check yeah. exactly yeah um the video is available on twitter it's everywhere online basically yeah. where they go through the process of explaining exactly what happened during the lucky shooting and explaining um like their process of verification mm-hmm. where it's like very obvious and like even things as little as the military said that they were shooting into the air they have stills where it's like no some people are shooting into the crowd like they can't tell you who but it's the military like you're there shooting into the crowd you can't literally cannot dispute that fact so i think it's good i think it's you know at some point i hope that there are going to be some trials i don't know if i'm hoping for too much but i hope that there is Mm going to be some consequences for this and this is something that's probably going to play some role. I don't know how major of a role, but uh-huh. it will play a role. So yeah. Um, yeah, I only giggled because you know, like you said, you might be asking for too much. So that's definitely a worthy mm-hmm. thing to mention. Uh, but yeah, it's still worth hoping for some sort of justice to be served, and seeing how this plays out is definitely something that we'll all be a part of. Yeah, um, for this coming season yeah for sure i mean i think that we you know we're all just paying attention to it which Mm -hmm. is all we can do and you know we're all trying to live our lives with the memory and the understanding and just you know not letting it go like yeah i think we've talked about it on numerous occasions where it's like we just can't let it die down that easily that quickly it's like no like we have to keep it up because the things that are being fought for are too important for them to just dissipate yeah yeah. so yeah, that's that's what's going on there. Mm-hmm. Um, on the same note, I don't, you know, we haven't talked about this. Unfortunately, that's kind of our bad. Um, but there's been a lot of stuff going on in Ethiopia. Yeah, I know that we're not well versed enough to speak on all the details, but I wanted to bring it up. So you know, if you're listening or you're watching, like, please read up on it, pay attention to it. Yeah, join us in educating yourselves about it. Because yes, it's something that me and Dalapo definitely want to do moving forward. Yeah, because um, yeah, it definitely seems like some sort of human rights crisis going on. Definitely, right now. definitely. And next season, whenever we start recording, I can guarantee you we're going to have someone. Um, of Ethiopian Y'all need descent. to hold him to that. Yes. He's guaranteeing stuff oh, up in definitely. here. Oh, <laughs> definitely. That's the easiest. Ethiopians, like, those are our people. Yeah. We, we have a lot of people that we yeah. can talk to. So yeah. we'll try to make sure that we do that because I know we did that when there was a lot of stuff going on in Sudan. Yeah. And I think that was a really good, you know, I think it was educational for us. Mm-hmm. So it's good if we do that as well. And, you know, use this platform. That's what this is for. It's, uh, is you for, know, yeah. put stuff like that on the map and make it easier for people our age and demographic to keep up with. Because yeah. it's not always easy to find the information um, on your timeline. That's for sure. That's for sure. Now, like gearing or t- shifting gears to something on this side of the Atlantic Ocean, I know there's some hip hop news going on right mm-hmm. now. Um, we can start with the Megan Thee Stallion album that just dropped. Good news! It dropped this 
current weekend that Did we're you in right to now. It? No, I haven't listened. Have you listened? No, no, I haven't. Megan um, Stallion's not really like my general cup yeah. of tea. Like she has songs I like, but I wouldn't want to listen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't think I would like it all that much. Um, I've said this on this mic before that yeah, I agree. I, yeah. I don't really listen to her projects per se. I'll listen to a song or two whenever they come out. Yada yada yada. Um, but I have heard the the song that's been making noise for obvious reasons, which is called "Shots Fired." I believe it's the intro to the album. Okay. And she speaks on the Tory Lane situation, um, but no new information is really garnered from it. Okay. Um, it's just basically rhyming some words about the situation and you know calling tori out on the thing she's already called him out for and same with her friend um kelsey that was also somewhat involved in the situation okay um so i mean it was it was fine i guess like the song itself was fine and um, i'm glad she's still speaking out um speaking her truth um as we all know there's a lot of he said she said and just gray area when it comes to this story but at the end of the day somebody did get shot it was a woman and we we stand by her unless there's a reason that comes out that we shouldn't be yeah we're gonna stick to that story yeah definitely i mean whatever the case is like she was a victim of gun violence so we you know we support her and i do really support her like as an artist and as just like a creative person like i like a lot of what she stands for and just her energy like she's you know like it's okay to not like a person's like music in itself or their art in itself like for it to not be your flavor but you can still support them and be like yo i like what she's doing Mm -hmm. i like what she's trying to do i like what she's representing like i like the fact that she was a whole college student and trying to like you know i like things like that about her so we support make the styling for sure um speaking of shots fired um i I mean if you don't know the history of jeezy and gucci main that segue might not make sense to you but there, there's been um a lot of beef when it comes yeah. to both of their camps um some would say allegedly that turned into shots someone being fired being and someone being slain um but yeah regardless of all that um there was a battle another yes. um what did we call them versus battle versus, i, don't know, I yeah. lost my train of thought I was like, for what a second do we call them? i think everyone calls them that, <laughs> everybody calls them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. another versus battle um i think this is the first of um the season if you will i think they're 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 calling it seasons. they're calling them seasons. yeah yep. they just had a hiatus so yeah they they came back strong i think it was originally supposed to be ti and gz if i'm not mistaken i feel like i remember that yeah. that's what it was because yeah. i was like i don't remember this being the yeah. matchup okay mm-hmm. that yeah. makes sense and then they switched out gucci last minute i'm not sure exactly why but mm-hmm. some would say this is even a better matchup considering there is real history there like in the case of brandy monica honestly it might be too good of a matchup like yeah if you got a chance to watch yeah. it you're probably like me probably mad uncomfortable probably <laughs> like yo i don't want to see anyone fight Ooh. like i don't want to like for real fighting yeah, i don't want to see yeah. shootings it was like intense. don't want any stabbings it was it was just it was a great show first of all mm. as a music lover as mm-hmm. someone that like i'm more of a fan of jeezy than gucci mm-hmm. same um, here i grew to like gucci a lot more like i feel like when he came back from jail i was yeah. like yo this is the yeah, gucci he like switched up. he was mad different that mm-hmm. was the gucci i really liked mm-hmm. um but of course like you could not escape him like you even if you weren't the biggest fan like you knew all the burr movements like yeah. you know everything about yeah. that um lemonade like all that stuff was you on you it. had no choice it was everywhere um so it was a great show from that perspective just mm-hmm. like reliving those moments in the music the part of it that was uncomfortable was Jeezy came to do verses, like, yeah. you know, how everyone does it, play his songs, <laughs> yeah. you know, talk a little bit between the songs. Uh-huh. Gucci came to instigate a fight and was like, yeah. I made, like, all you the You think he was song- instigating a fight or you, he was just trying to, like, he was just, you know, sticking out his chest and, like, just trying to, like, show... What is the phrase? I think put his nuts on the table, like trying to show some sort of. I mean, he was he was trying to show that, but I think I think that when you have an actual personal history with someone, Mm -hmm. like you mentioned, Mm -hmm. like we can't go into the details because it's not a hundred percent verified, and I actually don't even like I had to go read up on some of that stuff after the fact because I was like okay, like, I feel like there's some subs in here. Mm -hmm. People on Twitter are going crazy. I'm like, I need to know exactly Mm -hmm. what this is about. Um, But, like, yeah, when you have that kind of stuff going on, like, you can't just be doing that any... And, like, it was too... Yeah. It was too obvious. Like, it wasn't like he was just doing, like, little sly stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's usually, like you I said, mean, the Monica Brandy Gucci stuff. opened up the freaking battle with the song that was a diss like exactly and like he, would, he was yeah, like yeah you're right he came can't, he came ready to fight like you're, you can't do it. You I, not, not that you can't but like it's 
kind of a lot if you start off with yeah. a diss song. And it's yeah. not like a diss song where it's just like, oh, you suck at rapping. Yeah. It's like a diss song like, yeah. I want to kill you. Yeah. And yeah. Like, so maybe not literal fight, but he came ready to like I metaphorically mean, fight in some yeah, sense. Like yeah, create like, some tension in the air. Literally, I'm telling you the, yeah. the intensity and everything, the yeah. tension was pulpable. Cut it with a knife. Like from watching on Instagram live, you can feel it. Yeah. Like at some point, actually, Jeezy actually did do like a little speech. Like, yeah. that's not what we're here for. Like, yeah. we're not here for all that. Yeah. Like, we're here to just celebrate each other. Like, you know, and for him to say that, like, you could tell that it was, he was being a bigger person all through the night. Yeah. But it was like, at some point, he probably just like, yo, like, I can't just not say anything about what's happening. So it was like, yeah, like, you know, we came to do it this way. This is why we're doing it. Like, I we're, guess the thing you know, to be said here. Again, not to go too deep into their past and what mm-hmm. went on there, but the thought is that Gucci was the one who was playing the defense back then to mm-hmm. something that Jeezy did and mm-hmm. perpetrated. So I feel like maybe Gucci felt like this was his opportunity to like finally yeah. acknowledge that, if you will. Like, I mean, I can and, see and that. Have some vengeance in that. It was def like I said, the energy was definitely like 99.99% from Gucci. Yeah. Like, it was, like, Gucci that came with that energy. And Jeezy was, like, you know, I I guess his perspectives, right? Like, to me, I was, like, oh, like, he's just, like, being the bigger person. He's not trying to. But, like, it could be, like, I already did something to you in the past. Yeah. I already got it off. So, like, now I'm, like, yeah, "Yeah, like, I already won. Whereas, like, Gucci was the person, like, trying to fight back type thing. So, it's all perspectives. Mm -hmm. But all in all, it was a great show. A lot Mm -hmm. of great music. Um, I think Jeezy won, but like I was already biased going into it. I think um, many would say that Jeezy has the music, the catalog that, you know, works or lends itself to this type of battle, but then Gucci had the showmanship and like all the extraness that comes but with But I didn't even like good... the extraness. The extraness was, like I said, was uncle. Like, I guess it depends on who you are. Cause someone Gucci was like, yo, look at my outfit. This yeah. 100 bands. Yeah. Or 10 bands. Yeah. <laughs> look at my opponent. But, but the level, that's like, because yo, you as a person why? and your vibe is not. Of that ilk. I mean, that goes to show, yeah. like, us both say that of, like, any Atlanta rappers. And if we're going to do Gucci versus Jeezy, I'm going to choose Jeezy all day over Gucci. And that, I think, lends itself to, like, just the style of rap. That's true. Style that's of def- that's def- Like I said, I when Gucci first came out, like, I was not really a fan. I was yeah. like, what is this <laughs> trash music? And, you know, the I grew to appreciate code, it. Like, imagery. Like, everything yeah. about Gucci was just a lot it, back Yeah, then. it was. It was. Um, so, I feel like. That explains maybe why you weren't as of hyped, course. whereas people who loved Gucci from the start still do whatever. Yeah, like oh, he did everything I would have wanted him to do and more. You yeah, know what I'm saying. Yeah, so. but it was it was a good battle, and they ended it by performing their song together. Mm-hmm. Um, so icy is like literally Gucci's first big hit. Mm-hmm. Um, don't you know? Fact check me. As far <laughs> as I know, I'm concerned. That was his big his yeah. first big hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was featuring Young Jeezy, so they did it together. Yeah. So then people were like, "Oh, I mean, like, it would make sense was this probably... all just like a?" Jo- I didn't even see that. Like literally, I'm telling you, I was like, "I'm ready to call 911 <laughs> if someone gets shot." Like, what's the address? No, for real. And for of real. course, after they were like, "Yeah, we're going to Compound," I'm like, "You're going to the same place? Like, mm. I'm not going there. Like, I'm not in Atlanta, but if I was there, like, I'm not going because to a, a place of times, where both too, of even you." Even when it's not the two like main honchos um that want to go fisticuffs it's like they're people mm-hmm. so like just having their camps there and oh of course and whatever like and they, they, that's very true and they were actually instigating like yeah. the there was someone behind gucci i don't know his name i think he signed to him mm-hmm. but he was you could hear him because there weren't that many people there yeah. so you could literally hear him in the background like saying stuff mm-hmm. like you know just instigated mm-hmm. and then of course the djs get into it like Jeezy DJ at one point after Gucci played the song was like womp womp like you know what I mean like it's yeah. everyone gets Jeezy was the only person that literally did not get yeah. sucked into yeah. that yeah. whole thing which was mature from him mm-hmm. but yeah people definitely went crazy up with it social media had a lot of fun it was a blast and good show good show very um, very good show um yeah speaking of you know blasts from the past yeah um yeah our guy nice is you know <laughs> again he's getting dragged on social media <laughs> On this, you know, beautiful day. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't... I mean, let me not say he didn't do anything wrong. What he did wrong was he cheated on his wife. Yeah. And then made a video that he posted to social media. Basically, the... Our Nigerian offset. <laughs> yeah. And the, the whole message was basically like, yeah, help me beg my wife. Yeah. And tell her to forgive me. Yeah. Um, this is not his first wife. Like, he's... 
you know, basically, like, he had a wife before. Like, you know, some people people have, like, zero sympathy for him. It's like, you're cheating. Like, we're not begging your wife for yeah. you. Like, get out of here. Yeah. So, people had a whole lot of stuff to say about it. It's just interesting. I just thought we'd laugh about it a little bit. That's what. I mean, yeah. I hope you're laughing um, as you're listening <laughs> along. But I, it's funny. It is what it is. I always think it's funny um, when people decide to come and ask the world at large to beg for mm-hmm. for them on, or on their behalf like when you were doing what you were doing we weren't involved so now how am i helping you apologize for what yeah like, and it's definitely like a very nigerian thing to do yeah. to be like oh come on help me come on help come on help me talk to her come on, help like me, girl, it's like, like yo like why does bro, someone have to like nobody helped you i didn't help you cheating, get into like, your mess exactly handle it by yourself <laughs> you can figure it out like she'll forgive you but you but have maybe to she is the type of woman like there are women out there who love this like, oh, of course. Love the show of, of course. Like, you know. That's so. that's why, like, with everything in life, like, you can never paint any type of person or people with, yeah. like, a like a broad brush. Yeah. Because everyone is different. Yeah. Like, you'd be like, you know, a woman be like, yeah, like, I don't need everyone to, like, you're telling mortified. everyone you cheated on me. I would be why are you telling everyone you cheated on me? Yeah. Whereas another woman's like, yeah, I want you to let everyone yeah. know that, like, Grovel. you're going through it and, yeah. you know, be depressed and yeah. sad. Yeah. And yeah. Even if you're not, you just have to fake it so that mm-hmm. they'll be happy, so mm-hmm. that they'll, like, it's a lot going on there. But It's a lot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, before we, you know, end quick hits, end the music um, subject all in all, we can go and speak about our uh, tunes of the week. <clears throat> <clears throat> yeah, no, I haven't been listening to any music, man. I'm Save! I need to... To, That's so funny. I need to, you know, change We're my ways. We're on the same boat. I mean, I did listen to one album this week um, or this weekend, and that was the St. John album. Okay. How was that? Um, it's it's actually really good. Hmm. For me, I would have not wanted him to add all these remixes to old songs on the album. I know some people feel differently. They actually like it. I think it's like, if anything, they should have just weird. been bonus tracks at the end. Yeah. Like, but he has them like right in the middle, like songs like um, uh, I always want to call it Mona Lisa, but it's not. Uh, what's who's the girl with the Bill Clinton situation? Uh, Monica, uh, Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> yeah. Um, Nicki he had Minaj. a remix to that song, which is so so good actually. Like it has the baby and um, a boogie with a hoodie on it, and I love mm. love a boogie. Um, so that's a really really good remix. I would say you you guys should go listen if you haven't. Um, Have been a bonus on the album. The album as a whole, though, is worth the listen. I think if you like St. John, you'll like it. Okay. What's the album called? Do you know? Um, While the World Was Burning, I think is mm, what it's called. Okay. Yeah, I believe so. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. I wish I had a, a different tune just because I've talked about St. John multiple times over. But... Not that much. Not that much, actually. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah, I need to I need to listen to him a little more. I'm not really like I haven't really listened to him mm-hmm. that much. I see him everywhere. And he seems you like an artist is like doing really well. Yeah, but. he's actually doing really well for himself. Because I remember when I first followed him on IG, which I don't follow very many people at all, but I followed him way back in the day, and he had like a hundred k, and now I think he has like half a million or so. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I I think he's doing well for himself. And beyond that, I was so excited to go see him this past April before the world ended. COVID. So I ended up not being able to see him. So definitely, when he's back on the road, I'll be first in mm-hmm. line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, I'm trying to think of a song I can use here. It could be old. Remember right. that. It can be old. All right. So I guess I'll use, since we're, you said it can be old, mm-hmm. I'll use a song that, you know, we can never stop appreciating old okay. stuff. Um, the song that I'm going to say at the moment is Enjoy Yourself by Pop Smoke. Okay. I feel like we talked about the Pop Smoke album, but that album I is think like, so too. it's 
incredible. Yeah. I don't know why I like the album so much. <laughs> like, I feel like there's 10 songs in the album that I love. Mm-hmm. Like, and Enjoy Yourself is, like, one of them. Like, it's, the thing about that album, too, is, like, the features are all good. Yeah. Like, they're all well-chosen, well-placed. Yeah. Because a lot of times, like, the David Doe album, one thing is, like, mm-hmm. I haven't gotten a chance to really listen mm-hmm. to it yet. That's why the live has not happened. You know, okay, it's guys, not that we're avoiding it. Keep hitting it. him up. Keep hitting him up. <laughs> so I don't like, have to. <laughs> there's so many features. I'm like, why do you need these many features? Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's annoying. Like, I, you know, yeah. I think that less is more sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes if I see, like, three or four features, like, I'm excited to be mm-hmm. like, oh, what did you guys mm-hmm. do? When I see, like, a million features, like I'm like, song. oh, yeah. like, I don't really want to yeah. listen to any of them yeah. anymore. Like, I'm not interested. Like, the song on the David album that I like right off the bat it's a song that has no features. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the two songs I already like. Mm-hmm. And it's like, the song or the feature is why. And I know you're paying for this, like, somewhere or the other. Like, why are you paying for this? You don't need this. Yeah, I agree. A feature-heavy album can be a big miss, which is why I brought it up with Pop Smoke in the sense that there were a lot of features on that album, actually. And, but they um, were all well-chosen. What's his name? Ty Dolla Sign? Did you mm-hmm. listen to his? I did. It's did you called, like it? It's literally called Featuring Ty Dolla Sign, which I think oh, is really? beautiful. I didn't know that. Like, I think it's a beautiful name just because everything features Ty Dolla Sign. Yes. And this album of his has a lot of features. You know, he's cashing in on those uh, mm-hmm. favors that he deserves. You didn't like it that much? <laughs> okay. Yeah, I would say I did not like it. I was actually just talking to my siblings about this yesterday. It reminds me of the Bryson Tiller album that just came out to anniversary where... I don't know. I, I just expect a lot from these artists. Like, mm. Bryson and Ty. Ty Dolla Sign is one of the most talented artists out here right mm-hmm. now. There's a reason why he's featured on everybody's song. Facts. And he makes everybody's song so good. Like, anytime he's featured, it's worth it. So I'm so underwhelmed by his album because I had such high expectations. Mm. Mm. That's fair enough. I haven't listened yeah. to his album yet. Um, a friend was literally just telling me this week, like, mm-hmm. I need to... He was telling me, like, listen to this song. It's really good. Listen, like, he was gave me, like, a couple songs. Mm-hmm. So I was like, there oh, are, maybe... No, there's some gems on it. Though. Yeah, so I was like, oh, maybe Same this album is really album. good. Yeah, there's um, gems. There's gems, I'll check for sure. it out. Mm-hmm. You so, should yeah. still listen to it for yourself. I will. I like Tidal, yeah. and I'll listen yeah. to it at some point. It's so much, like, so much music, so and much. Like, COVID has completely wrecked my whole yeah. life routine. Pattern, yeah. So I don't, like... I barely listen to podcasts like mm-hmm. I used to listen to music. I'm just like, what do I do? I just play. Because you don't have those home. long car rides anymore. Yo, I miss like driving to work yeah. for like an hour plus. Yeah. Like, wow, yeah. did you think you would ever say that? I <laughs> didn't think I would say it, but I really enjoyed it. Like other yeah. people always looked at it like, oh, you have to drive that. And like, mm-hmm. I never felt that way. Uh, like I was always like, I enjoyed the drive. I think it's the waking up earlier than you would have. That's to the part if that sucks. Yeah. That's the part that so sucks. Far, yeah. Um, and the part that sucks at the, is the end of the drive because like when yeah. I get to work, like, well, like, I feel like <laughs> I feel like I worked already for like an hour <laughs> yeah. and it's like I'm just about to start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, those are the you know the tunes and a lot of bonuses out yeah. there. Okay, guys, um, let's get into the main topic for today. Today we are talking about, I guess, I guess I could word it as like mindfulness. Um, and how that obviously plays a role in our lives. And I think, honestly, for the world at large, especially in this day and age, the information age, as they like to call it, mm-hmm. there's a lot of information out there and um, there's a lot to digest, whether it be for just educating yourself on various topics or, you know, maybe self-help and just um, just ascertaining a bunch of things for the betterment of your, your well-being. Yeah, no, I think that, it's a good way to say it, right? Mindfulness. Okay. It's, you know, to me, I think of mindfulness as being a part of, like, maturity mm-hmm. or, like, being aware, yeah. right? Mindfulness, yeah. awareness. It's like yeah. you want to be aware of what's going on mm-hmm. around you, with you, with yeah. other people. And the more you grow and mature and are more aware of, like, yourself and things like that, then mm-hmm. you grow to be more aware of other things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you can't be aware of yourself in complete isolation. It's, it's related true. to other things, related to the world. You can't just be aware of what's happening in your state. The country matters. Yeah. Then your country and this. And, like, you know, so it's, like, the the journey, I guess, is what we're talking mm-hmm. about, right? The journey of becoming more mindful and more yeah. aware or wanting to be more mindful and wanting to be more aware. Mm-hmm. I think that we all deal with it in different ways, right? Like, there's so many episodes we come on here and I tell you guys, like, I don't care about politics. I don't want to talk about <laughs> it. Like, I, you know, like, I still feel that way, mm-hmm. largely, but I've seen a change in myself where it's, like, seven years ago, mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you anything yeah 
now I can tell you something, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, <laughs> there's different ways that, you know, just be a little more educated and yeah. finding ways that work for you, right? That's all, the other thing. It's like, I don't like watching CNN, so I don't watch CNN. But mm-hmm. there's so many other ways to yeah. get that type of information that works for you. That's like in a digestible format that you like, you can appreciate, and you don't feel like it's work. Yeah, that's a very good point in the sense that I feel like nowadays people always say, like, there's so much information out there, like, to the point where it's too much and it's, like, too much to digest and it's Mm -hmm. overwhelming and blah, blah, blah. But the positive thing about it is then you can choose and you can tailor make what you're digesting and where you're getting it from. That could also be a bad thing in the sense that you end up living in a silo and never really expanding yourself. Yeah, but by having options, then if you're not a CNN fan and hearing breaking news 14 times in one day, Mm -hmm. you could just, you know, open up a New York Times article or whatever it is. Um, and breaking news is never breaking news. Yeah. I hate that so much. I'm like, this was breaking news two hours yeah, ago. Yeah, it's breaking news it the first time. Still be breaking but news. it's not breaking news any longer. And yeah. I feel like breaking news should be important. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't, no one cares about this. Like, this is not breaking. Yeah, There's nothing breaking mean, about, yeah. I feel like a vote that was scheduled for today has happened. I'm like, it's not breaking news. Like, it was going to happen, happened. Like, it's almost not even news yeah so I see what you're yeah no i think that you know like you kind of mentioned we're in the information age mm-hmm. right where it's like there's so many sources of information um you know we're obviously recording a podcast now yeah. that's a source that's the source that i found that i really like yeah right like i like listening to podcasts on different things um but I listen to podcasts about things that, like, I don't like in any other format. Yeah. Like, news. Same. Like, I like news podcasts that are, like, we're just going to tell you what's happening. Mm. One or two major things that are happening. We're not going to tell you everything. We're not going to interview a million people. We're not going to recycle it and have them tell you about it in, like, ten different voices. Yeah. Like, I like the fact that it's like, yo, I just want the information. Like, just tell me exactly uh-huh. what is happening Podcasts are really good for that. At least the podcasts. No, that podcasts I listen are to. my favorite way of acquiring knowledge nowadays. Yeah. I've never been a huge fan of like reading books or mm-hmm. whatever. And mm-hmm. like um, to your point, in the sense of um, being able to digest information that you wouldn't typically gravitate towards. Like today, this morning, I was listening to a podcast about like the success or the efficiency of advertising. Like mm. I would never read an article or a book about that, but mm-hmm. somehow when it's in this audio format. It's by Freakonomics. That's the podcast I'm speaking of. I was able to take in that information and enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. In a way I would have never otherwise done so. Yeah. No. I mean, it, it makes a huge difference. Yeah. And, you know, we're all different people. Like, some people like reading and that works yeah. too. Yeah, for sure. I found that reading works, but I don't like to sit down and read a book. Mm-hmm. So now I, like, listen to yeah. books. I remember I used to, like think of people that listen to books is like cheating it's like really like you can't read the book like you go to the library and get an audio book like i did that all the time in high I, school. yeah i wish i Almost knew that was a thing book i had to read in high school i listened to i literally like i knew it was a thing but like i said i literally looked down on people yeah. that did that like well, now you, you don't see why we used lay to do in it, bed huh? and read your book mm-hmm. like huh like what's wrong you put a little we marker were, there we were working like, smart not hard seriously like it makes a lot of sense yeah. I still can't get to the point of, like, listen to stuff faster than normal. But, like, I know people <laughs> I like, do that, too. I feel like you're attacking me. <laughs> Yo, like, people do that, too. Especially That's in schools definitely now. definitely me. Because you have, especially now with, like, remote learning and mm-hmm. stuff. People have their videos, colleges. And I'm sure, like, people are 2X in oh 1.5. I'm like, I don't even know how. I feel attacked. You're calling how me out. I've listened to someone, listen to someone. I've listened to someone listen to something mm-hmm. at, like, 1.5. And I'm like... Wait, I listen to are you, all my podcasts like, Are you just playing it so that you can say you played it? Because I can't hear anything that's being said. You get used to it, honestly. It's so weird to me. You but get it used, makes sense. now when I mistakenly have it on normal or something, it's slow. It's like, how do people listen you're to like, it? You're not talking? Like, I'm why like, are you not can talking? I'm like, can we get... Like, I don't understand where we're yeah. going with this. So it's I, funny because I think in real life, that's how I feel. Yeah. But when I listen to something, I guess I just like want to take my time to yeah. digest it. But when I'm talking to someone, or like even like in lecture type yeah, settings, yeah. like... I'm the person that's like, you want to fast forward it in real yo, time. Yo, we get it. Like, let's go, <laughs> move on. Like, I'm that's like, funny. let's let's do it quicker. Let's mm-hmm. do it quicker. But yeah, when I listen to stuff, like I like it regular speed. Mm-hmm. Um, boring. Yeah, no, I'm I'm boring <laughs> in that way. Um, 
you know, talking about like just the process of becoming more aware, yeah. we've dealt with a lot of different things on this podcast, yeah. right? We've talked about, you know, the Black Lives Matter, yes, talked about NSARS, yeah. um, we always kind of mentioned politics, we talked about the Sudan stuff that was happening like last year. Um, you know, we try our best to be aware. I think this podcast itself has been a tool for me to become mm. more aware of stuff because before episodes i'm like trying to find like what's going on in the world mm. right like we always know what we know mm-hmm. but then like you know we do a little bit extra research because it's like yeah. it's the podcast it's yeah. not just what i think about it's like what's really going on mm. um and i think that's like another way it's just being a little more aware of everything like yeah. it's too much stuff but you can find one or two things a week or a month or whatever that you can just be a little more educated about and it makes a huge difference in your perspective. Yeah. No, for me, I would say a characteristic of mine that I always bring forward whenever someone asks me about myself mm-hmm. is that I'm just a curious person by nature. And I just like, like, it boosts my self-esteem and just my sense of self knowing a lot about the world at mm-hmm. large and what's going on. I think for me, it's outside of just being the smartest in the room. It's ha- being able to have a conversation with any type of person yeah. and expand my knowledge base beyond what I'm just given and what like is easy for me to access. Yeah. Like I just love that. And I love the opportunity to do that. And I'm always pushing for others around me to be the same, not necessarily to the extent of me. Like you don't have to, you know, subscribe to 15 different podcasts like myself <laughs> right. or anything, but just like, why not just learn more about different things? Because then, it, for me, it definitely creates less judgment in your just your day to day. Like you're mm-hmm. a less judgmental person if you just have so many different perspectives that you're tapping into at a regular basis. Of course, I feel like that's what life is about. Yeah. It's about having as many perspectives that you understand mm-hmm. that you can empathize mm-hmm. with and broadening your horizons. Yeah. And it's not just through your experiences of things you do. Right. That's one way. But mm-hmm. it's also about things that you listen to, things that you watch, things that you read, things that you pay attention to. Right. Yeah. It's like if you know a little bit more about something, you don't have to be an expert on everything. Just a little bit. Yeah. It makes a huge difference because now you have that perspective, you know. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I feel like a lot of things we talk about on here, like it's us broadening our horizons. Like there are things that we're like, oh, we don't know that much about. Mm-hmm. But we'll talk about it with someone else or yeah. we'll research it a little bit so we can talk about it somewhat intelligently. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's low-key one of the goals of the podcast is continue to broaden mm-hmm. like the topics that we talk about, yeah. right? Like this whole season, we did the whole wellness thing, which is yeah. really good. I, like in my head, I'm like, yo, we could do it like this way. We could have this yeah. kind of, pre-, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's also like, that's another source is people. People yeah. are a huge source of information. Yeah. Like there's so much stuff you can find by like reading and listening to this and that. But there's so much stuff that you can't that like you only really get from talking to a human being. Yeah. Whereas like you want, let's say, for example, you want to buy a house. Mad basic. Mm-hmm. There's so much information on buying so a house. Much. The <laughs> most basic thing. But like you can talk to someone and like they'll tell you something that you never thought about. Yeah. And it will completely change your whole process of how you're buying a house. Yeah. It goes back to what um, Vanessa was saying on last week's episode. Yes. That's what I was trying to Having a conversation too. with somebody changed the whole trajectory of her career potentially. Mm-hmm. And it's like you don't realize that by just putting a little bit more effort towards learning something new from someone you might not normally talk to or mm-hmm. from a source you might not normally tap into, you could change your life immensely. It ends up being something self-serving um, and like an investment in yourself to learn more about different things. And somewhere along the way, I feel like a lo- for a lot of people, they grow up being the kid that always asks why and always wants to know more and whatever. That's like and then all they kids. Just, that's like all kids. And then... For some reason, somewhere along the way, like at some age, they just lose interest Mm -hmm. and like lose touch with that curious side of them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's so much to gain from staying curious in some way or another. Of course. Um, You should always be. Definitely. I think that it's something that we like you said, we just kind of lose interest in so many. Like it's we find what we're interested in. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that's like it's a good thing to know what you like you care about the most. Yeah. But it doesn't mean you have to stop caring about everything else. Right. It doesn't mean that because I really like basketball and NBA, it doesn't mean that I can't pay attention to anything else. Like, you know what I mean? Like growing up (laughs) watching Sports Center, I had to know about I mean, I didn't have to, but I ended up knowing about all the sports because they showed all the highlights combined. So now I knew what was happening in hockey. 
even this though in I particular care makes not me at chuckle all. because I'm the person that will ask Dolafo like about soccer and he's looking at me like, why are you even asking me these questions? I know you're not going to watch it. But like to your point, just why not know? Like, mm-hmm. I know I like this one sport and I I know I, how I ended up liking it. So I could find myself being interested in soccer to some degree. Um, yeah. so, so like, you know, why not make conversation, especially when that person that I'm asking typically knows a lot about it and it's something that they super enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I love watching people light up when they tell me about something. Thing. I, yeah. that's part of the the fun for me it's not just the information i'm getting it's yeah. also that exchange of knowledge with somebody and and how much i know they're enjoying their time mm. talking to me because of it that's interesting yeah you know because i've i've always been on the side especially with sports i don't know why mm. of like you don't care about this <laughs> i don't want to tell you about it because i remember growing up like i remember growing up and like you know like an adult would ask me like about sports mm-hmm. like football i'm like mm-hmm. you don't even know like who's who like oh how the washington eagles do yeah. it i'm like the washington eagles don't exist oh, but it's just a conversation, conversation tactic um, you know i think it's just being a yeah. snob you know what i mean it's like people that are like music snobs and stuff like that guys uh, like yeah. oh like you don't even know about so this you're like saying i can't you're talk identify to you. as you being a snob in some ways in i'm some like ways, a sports yeah. snob and like <laughs> But not like not the worst, but like yeah, in some ways. But like, I was even speaking to the uncle in the sense that that uncle is just trying to, you know, have a conversation oh, with you and use it as a means to getting you excited. Like I when you know it. somebody loves the thing, yeah. Why not have that conversation? I get it. Like I'm saying, like is this literally from the other side of it? Because yeah, now from I'm your end. that uncle to some people. Like <laughs> I'm the person be like, oh yeah, did you listen to the new? Who's the artist that's winning nowadays? Yeah, 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 and it's yeah. like, huh, like. Yeah. You know, but like, you know, of course, there's some kids that like they want to tell you. And then mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I didn't care that much. Mm-hmm. It was just to hear you talk about it a little mm-hmm. bit. But it's good to seek information for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, One of the things that we have talked about multiple times, I feel like, is the danger of misinformation. Danger, right. Because we talked yeah. about, you know, seek information as much as you can. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the example of talking to someone, for example, people can straight up give you bad information. Maybe not on purpose, but oh, yeah. someone can tell you like. Oh, don't buy a house till you're 70 years old. Yeah. Maybe that's good advice for some people. Where I stand, I think that's like just bad information. I think of how many times I've told somebody something, then like six months later, I realized, oh, wait, that was completely wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody Mm -hmm. has done it. Not because obviously they have any ill intent. Mm -hmm. It's just like the way the brain works. Memories are so not reliable. Mm. There's actually a great podcast on that that you guys should maybe listen to. Um, Malcolm Gladwell has a podcast and he had an episode about it. So you guys should listen to it. come on, man. You know that's my podcast. That's why I'm even saying it because I know you're a Yeah, Revisionist History. And I know you like him a lot. You've read his books and whatnot. So yeah, for anybody out there, if you've ever... If you've ever wondered, memory is a very um, um, untrusting or fickle thing. Exactly. Something you can't trust very much. So with that said, a lot of um, information that's passed down through word of mouth, like we've all played the game telephone, Mm -hmm. will get to you in the incorrect form and incorrect manner most of the time, nine times out of ten. So I guess with that, it's important to make sure that you're not just taking everything at face value Mm -hmm. um, and having multiple sources of information and fact-checking on things that not only are being told to you, but things that you're saying. Like, make sure that you have your ducks in a row when you're administering information to people. Definitely. I mean, I think that as far as the process of sieving through information and figuring out what's real and what's not, the one thing I would say is human beings are the worst source of information when it comes to accuracy yeah right it doesn't mean that information is completely bad it's just that there's almost always going to be a nugget of like inaccuracy because we're people and perspective opinions like it just gets filtered into the information Mm -hmm. it's like um there's a jay-z lyric where it's like oh what's the what's the lyric he's like believe none of what i say like basically don't believe anything that anyone says (laughs) like and he's like especially if it comes from me and mm-hmm, it's like mm-hmm. damn but like it's true mm-hmm. like why should like if he says it doesn't mean it's true doesn't like you have it. to verify yeah. it you have to go like you said multiple sources like that's a huge yeah. thing make sure your sources are you know you guys know how to do research like when you research for a mm-hmm. paper in school like that's how you're supposed to do for every life like that yeah no really and also just although realizing, i definitely start and stop at wikipedia a lot <laughs> oh of course everyone does everyone against does. you know better judgment everyone does and just also realize that no matter what information comes out, like, there's always, like, there's a hint of you just don't know, mm-hmm. right? Like, we've seen things, like, I feel like we mentioned the the one Netflix documentary on, like, the history of Nigeria, the yeah, yeah. making the of a of journey of an African yeah, colony, yeah. I want to say it's called. Mm-hmm. But, like, before watching that, I, the things that I learned in that 
changed my perspective. Not that it was that I had opposite information, mm-hmm. but it was like I never had that information. Mm-hmm. So it's like sometimes you can have wrong information, if you will, not from not knowing, not from knowing something that's not true. Yeah, I think I'm saying it in a weird way. You can have like information that's incomplete. Yes, right. There we go. It's not that the information you have is wrong; mm-hmm. is that you don't have all the information. Mm-hmm. It's like and that's part of the process. It's yeah. like you have to as much as possible try to seek more information because you never know. Mm-hmm. Like you might know that like, oh, there's a vaccine for COVID that's 90% efficient. Mm-hmm. That's like a really cool thing to know and say, but like, what does that actually what does mean? That mean? How do you yeah. apply that information? Yeah. Does that mean that like, you don't have to worry about COVID anymore? Like, obviously not, right? <laughs> like, is the vaccine actually available are the trials done? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's so much more to information than, like, sentences or headlines. Like, you really have to yeah. delve into the process exactly. of figuring it out. Which I actually like that a lot of um, places now, like, platforms, like, I would say, like, Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're trying to reshare information based on just a headline or just a caption, they'll, like, acknowledge that maybe you shouldn't just do that. I think it's a really good feature. Yeah, that Twitter I really added. think so. So, um, I think having platforms like that be mindful helps us with our mindfulness um, yeah. as individuals because we're not we're obviously not perfect we're imperfect um being so it helps to have like a layer like a safety net if you will of course um, yeah i think it's a beautiful feature mm-hmm. on twitter where like there's a headline or there's a tweet even not even a headline yeah. and they're like uh this information might be inaccurate like think this real quick <laughs> i think i feel like trump did something like that and he was mad that like twitter like <laughs> Put that, but it's like, yeah, like we yeah. can't just have you saying any crazy thing. Yeah. And I, you know, social media angle, I think, is important too, as yeah. like we continue with it because, like, just because you're on social media and you have freedom of speech, like that information is really Ooh. damaging. Do you know what was so well put, in my opinion, um, by Dak Shepard? He has a podcast and he basically said, like, people are always using that freedom of speech, like, uh, argument, but it's mm-hmm. like, just because you have the freedom to speak doesn't mean you get to use somebody else's creation and platform to do so. So, like, mm. for instance, like, if you want to put a banner on the side of Walmart that says something that they disagree with, your... you can't do it. It's, like, yeah. their property, and that goes with, like, something like a Twitter. Like, it's somebody else's platform, mm-hmm. and they can choose to police it however you want. Like, if you've ever tried to go and start preaching really loudly in the middle of, like, freaking macy's or something you will be escorted out yeah so it's the same thing like don't try and use this freedom of speech argument um, yeah no that's very true i mean you can say what you want to say but yeah. how you say it how you deliver it yeah. like it makes a huge difference yeah, it can be and, policed they're not the government oh like <laughs> the people just don't understand what freedom of it. something yeah means. freedom of something doesn't mean that you are completely allowed mm-hmm. to do it no matter what exactly. it means that you're allowed to do it if you follow these specific Guidelines. rules, like <laughs> that's what it means. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think that, you know, as a person that's growing older and maturing and mm-hmm. stuff, like the process of being more aware is just, it's something that I'm dealing with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. right? Like I have to sometimes push myself to find information. Like, okay, yeah. let me try to find something out. Like I'm curious too, but not like a lot of the times I don't want to work for information. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, like just tell me the information, I give see. it to me in the simplest form. Yeah, but yeah. sometimes the simplest form is not the best because yeah. you don't have the real the information. Full. You know, it's someone summarizing it. Yeah. And we can, me and you can watch the same movie mm-hmm. and someone tells us what happened mm-hmm. and say like, give it three sentences and my three sentences and yours are not going to be the same. Quite a bit, yeah. And I'll just be like, yeah, this happened. He died. The end. And you'd be like, <laughs> no, he fell in love. And yeah. I'm like, wait, there was love in the movie. Like, <laughs> I don't care about that. He I just died. Yeah. So it's like, it's important sometimes to actually, you know, as much as you can try to find the real information yeah. and, you know, go to the, the primary source, as they say. like And realize that you're not always right. Your side is not always right. And mm. for me, that's where I could work on, like in the sense of just branching out more. Yes, I might turn on Fox News every now and then, but I do it with knowing and with the intention of rolling my eyes the mm-hmm. whole time. Like I know I'm going to do it and that's what exactly mm-hmm. what I do. How about I actually maybe try and digest more moderate news from that side that, that can, you know work to to my benefit in terms of expanding my knowledge base and realizing that i'm not always right which i already know that but it doesn't hurt to lean into that a bit more of course um i think everybody can gain from that and and again realizing that 
not only you're not always right, but you're also susceptible to the same things that you think the other side is susceptible to. Like a lot of people are always pointing fingers and saying they're ignorant or they're not, you know, doing this Mm -hmm. or taking the wrong information from this or that. But you're doing the same exact thing more often than not. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like they say the whole pointing your finger thing, right? Like it's easy to see what someone else is doing Mm -hmm, wrong mm -hmm. before you see what you're doing wrong. And it's like, that's what the whole process is, right? The whole process of finding information, being more aware, being more mindful, it starts with yourself. It yeah. starts with you being like, yo, I need to understand myself better in the context of the world before I can really understand the world. Amen to that. So it's like, you know, it's a, it's a journey that we're all on mm-hmm. and striving to, to do better with, yeah. really. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah. Um, did you have anything else you wanted to say? No, read a book, topic? everyone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I second that. Just do what you can to, yeah. to, stay, to stay woke. Definitely, definitely. I mean, just as long as you realize that there's a world beyond yourself and you have some interest in it and you, you know, work to prod that interest a little bit, Mm -hmm. maybe even a little bit more than you want to or you care to, that's all it takes because you'll find where you fit in and you'll find the stuff that matters. Yeah. So, um, shall we do some shout outs? Let's. All um, right. We can start with the shout out I always return to, which is the NBA and how, like, let's just shout out the NBA for being the best, like, sports league out there, period. Mm -hmm. But um, obviously right now they're in the midst of a very um, active trade season, if you will. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot is going on. Um, Nothing major, you know, like the likes of Kevin Durant and LeBron and whatnot aren't like making any changes right now. But yeah. um, there are still big notable ones to watch like James Harden and Russell Westbrook. We're trying to see what they might do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's some deals that have already been inked like Chris Paul to the Suns. Chris Paul to the Suns, I think is probably the biggest so far. Just yeah. Because I think Chris Paul is the best player that has actually changed teams. Yeah. Um, Chris Paul, I, I'm happy for him because I feel like, the Rockets trying to run him out of town and like mm-hmm. I don't know like I know there must be something with his personality because it seems like it happens to him it's happened to him a yeah, couple times a couple teams, whereas yeah. like everyone blames Chris Paul like Chris Paul is the one I fall for everything mm-hmm. and it's like yo we watch him play like he's not at fault like he's I feel like doing it's work more like he's never the top man like the number one on whatever team so we right. can easily get that scapegoat um uh, thing more than like the I number one. I think that's player. true, but at the Clippers, he was number one. I mean, oh, to you're me, right. he was number you're one. right. You're like, right. No, you're so right. So it's like, yeah, he you're went very, to Houston right. and was like, okay, maybe he can't be the number one. Let him be the number two. And yeah, basically, uh, I guess got, even OKC, he was number one, but at OKC, he wasn't. OKC like, was like a feel good story where yeah. like he couldn't fail. Yeah. If they were terrible, no <laughs> exactly, one would blame him. Exactly. Yeah. They actually end up being good. So he got like a lot of praise for it. Mm-hmm. But I'm happy for him anyway. He's going to the Suns, going to play with Devin Booker, a yeah. player that, you know, I have slight hate for, but Chris Paul <laughs> will fix him. So I'm happy about that. We'll see if he um can do better uh, or do actually what he did for OKC. Not necessarily better, maybe just as good, if not better. I think the Suns are definitely going to make the playoffs because now yeah. they have a legit yeah. player in their yeah. team. Team. Like yeah. again, I said I have slight hate for Devin Booker. It's only slight because I, mean, I realized that my hate is unfounded. Pretty legit. Um, what's his name? Terrell. What's his name? And the Suns. Yeah, there's a guy that plays with Devin Booker. Uh, DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, DeAndre. Why do I always want to call him Terrell? I don't know why. Yeah, that's like why I was like Terrell. I was like, huh? Yeah, DeAndre Ayton <gasps> is pretty good. He's um, he had an injury riddled season last season, mm-hmm. his uh, sophomore, so he didn't really get to develop yeah. as much as you would expected. Yeah. Um, but Chris Paul would definitely help him a lot because mm-hmm. Chris Paul is going to tell him exactly what to do. Like, hey, yep. stand here. Don't do anything <laughs> else. Don't do all that stuff you're trying to do. Like, Just do this. Stand there. <laughs> um, which I think is why some players probably don't like playing with him because mm-hmm. he's, you know, yeah. he's like a tough guy, yeah. like running a team. Yeah. And you might feel like, why do I have to listen to you? Like, mm-hmm. you're not the coach. But Chris Paul does not care. He's trying to win no matter what. But your team, Lakers, has picked up some people. They've also lost Dwight Howard, but I don't know that. We lost Dwight Howard. It, we care, but then we, like, replace him. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, we got, we got, got Montrez Harrell. Mm-hmm. Um, we still have JaVale McGee. Mm-hmm. We have Anthony Davis. So, mm-hmm. like, we're we're good. Yeah. Um, we got Dennis Schroeder, which I think was a good move. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost our whole bench, basically. Bradley's gone. Every Bradley's yeah. gone. Um, KCP came back, gave him big money because he's friends with LeBron. Um, <laughs> Danny Green, we traded him. Rondo's gone. Rondo's going to the Hawks. Yeah. So, it's basically just, like. I was actually like, surprised about that. I was surprised when he said that he was leaving. 
But then I wasn't surprised because I think he got a lot of money. Like, mm-hmm. the Lakers are not going to pay him that Follow much. Follow the money. That's the thing, too. I feel like a lot of players are following the money, which is why there's so much shuffling. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, not that you're not worth so much to a team, but like, you know, it's a capped league. Yeah. So there's only so much they can pay. Can pay and yeah. it's like, we're not going to give Rondo a three-year deal. Like, yeah. he's our... I mean, and off the heels of a championship, he can get big money somewhere else. Exactly. Like, the Hawks need him more because they need a point guard. Mm-hmm. They need him to come and mentor, like, yeah, Trey Young. Like, it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. For the Lakers, we don't have a point guard that he's mentoring. We won the league, so, so now everyone is a veteran, yeah. a championship player. <laughs> like, now they're mentoring players. Yeah. Like... So, yeah, no, it's a, it's a lot of excitement. Um, yes. Before we get up to NBA, okay. I want to shout out all the, you know, the Africans that were selected, Ooh, specifically Nigerians. Yeah. I believe, I saw seven, but then I saw another person say it was eight Nigerians, it, it actually. Was a lot. So, it's seven or eight Nigerians, you know, Google it, that got drafted yeah. um, this past week. So, yeah. shout out to them. Shout out. shout out to, you know, their families and everyone that helped them yeah, get there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's a good look, right? Yeah, it's a good sure. look. We've talked about it before. Uh, Nigerians taking over everything, you know? <laughs> Nice to see. I love it. Yeah. Um, you were telling me some sad news. Sad Alex Trebek. News. Oh yeah, Alex Trebek passed away, guys. Um, I feel like every single person listening to this and beyond definitely knows Jeopardy. Alex Trebek is a household mm-hmm. figure. Um, even if your mom and dad don't know his name, they know his face. Definitely. We all know Jeopardy, and him and Jeopardy are one in the same. Like you can't disentangle mm-hmm. the two. So. Um, losing him is definitely a big loss for the entertainment world and just, you know, pop culture and the world at large. It's just, you know, everybody that I know that I've seen has um, had just kind, wonderful, warm things to say about the guy. So, yeah, sadly, he lost his um, battle with, uh, I want to say, prostate cancer. Okay. I I have no idea. Or pancreatic. One of the two. Okay. Cancer. I think it might be pancreatic. I'm sorry. I don't really know. It was cancer. It's a P cancer. Yes, it's cancer. Um, And yeah, he's lost his battle with it. And, um, you know, we're sending out prayers to his family and everybody who feels any sort of sense of loss from this. Like one of my close um, co-workers from a previous job of mine um, loved Jeopardy. Like to this day, she still watched it like every day. So when I found out the news, I had to text her first. So I know there's a lot of people out there who felt the same. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Echoed those same thoughts and mm-hmm. sentiments for Bobby Brown yeah. and his family. Yeah. Recently lost a son, yep. right? Twenty-eight yep. year old. Twenty-eight. So yeah. like, so sad. Crazy, crazy. Um, yeah, and just to anyone that lost anyone out there, yeah. right? Because there's so many deaths sometimes that like you get a little desensitized mm-hmm. to it. That like, yeah, somebody died, but I mean it's that still Corona uh, lost like number just keeps going up, 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 mm-hmm. up, up, and up exponentially. Yeah. So, so we know so many people are facing loss um this season, and it's really, really sad. But yeah, yeah. And then a final shout out to everyone that was a guest for this yeah. season. Shout out to everyone that listened. Shout out to everyone that you know retweeted, shared, liked. Um, commented. Yeah, I feel like I say this every season, but this is probably my favorite season yet. I loved the theme. I mm-hmm. enjoyed every topic, honestly. Um, I, I was just really proud of what we turned out. I felt yeah. like each episode was super strong. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I think this is our best season yet. I agree. I agree. And I think that, you know, we're making podcasts anyway. The the biggest thing is like, it's, it's, it's a weird thing you're trying to do, but like you're trying to make something that like is relevant now, mm-hmm. but then you're also trying to make something that like, in a year or yeah. two years is just as relevant and yeah. just as poignant mm-hmm. where it's like you can listen to this and you can still enjoy it mm-hmm. which i think this whole season like being about wellness being about something that's like it's a 2020 issue but it's gonna be a 2030 issue yeah. it's gonna be a 2050 issue yeah. so it's like you know hopefully these these episodes and these conversations are you know helpful for us and for other people yeah. for now and forevermore. forevermore amen <laughs> um, yeah so shout out to the guests shout out to the listeners shout out to us yes. shout out to the podcast yes. to our producer Miriam yes. and um, for everybody that will be joining us for season 5 yes yeah, season 5 yeah. will be bigger and better mm-hmm. and bolder mm-hmm. and braver and you know be words er. <laughs> so yeah thank you for listening thank you for watching see you next week Yo.